This podcast is brought to you by Continuum, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers. Good evening, listeners. Welcome to the official Wessex podcast. I'll be your host for this episode, and I'm joined by the three first team managers, Nick Trutch, Matt McCarthy and Ron Avery. Welcome, lads. That's, that's, that's first team manager and assistants, mine. No, I think we keep it the same. I think we keep it as that. All right, all right. We're one big team. We're one big family. Um, obviously, we'll we'll discuss the whole season in general. Um, there was a couple of changes, as a lot of people probably know by now, mid-season. Um, but we'll do the first team season review, and we'll start it off by, um, well, sort of this time last year, really. Um, I'm sure, Matt, you'll agree. We, we've mentioned it in podcasts before, and, and a lot of the players will know, but... Let's let's give everyone a little rundown of uh of what our preseason was like last year. I mean, to be quite honest with you, it was pretty pretty shocking, wasn't it? Pretty poor in comparison to what we've done in the past. It just felt like we were. It was. It felt like it was going on forever, and we had a lot of um, kind of, you know, players that hadn't made up their minds as to what they were doing for the following season. We had, you know, preseason where we may not have made the most out of the the time available. Um, we had results that obviously didn't go our way, which, you know, in, in pre-season, you're not really going for results. You're going for the performances. Helps with um, confidence, though, doesn't it? Helps with yeah, that. yeah, 100%, 100%. And it just felt like we were, we were pushing a lot, but it just wasn't going anywhere as much as, you know, pre-season has gone in the past. Um, and unfortunately, obviously, that followed us into the start of the season. But, you know, I'm getting a bit ahead of myself at the... Uh, at the moment, um, yeah, preseason in general. I don't know how would you how would you how would you summarize it, Tom? Like in terms of how preseason actually went. We're not really allowed to swear, are we? So um, no. it was pretty. Uh, it was it was just poor. It was all poor, and to be honest, through no real fault of our own. Um, we 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 had a plan to have a couple of you know a month or two off. Um, you know, as the season ends, we just gained promotion up to the prem. Uh, in the suburban, uh, and the the two lads with us turn around at the end of the season and say, "We're off." Uh, so we spend we spend you know a long time. To be fair, you know Hooper was a was a, was an obvious replacement for the reserves, but we, we you know we spent a lot of our or our off time. I, I was doing. I remember being on a few meetings and stuff whilst on holiday. So um, just trying to get new managers in, you know, for the Colts, um. And we had there was other roles as well with Jake as the general manager, but yeah, it's just a lot, wasn't it? Um, so when it, when we finally got round to to preseason, a lot more players left. Obviously, Trutch and Ron, a couple couple came to you, a couple were saying they might come to you, they might not. And again, that was no fault of your own, which we, we've obviously spoken about in the past. But but yeah, it's just the the club was a bit up in the air, wasn't it? Um, and it just showed on on and off the pitch. It was it was pretty. It was a it was a poor place to be. We we were trying to we were trying to build something with, you know, like kinetic sand. You know the sand that gets when it goes wet, it turns completely to like just muck. We were trying to build something that just wasn't building. That's what it felt like. It just felt like we were we were trying different things, just trying to get things going, and we take a step forward and then two steps back. Yeah, we, we were um, on the right track, weren't we? You know, got promotion, but but. You know, for 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 the reasons that they every player that left sort of had their reasons, and that's and that's absolutely fine. But 
but we just lost a lot of the players that got us there. Um, yeah. And we were trying to find replacements within the club, trying to trying to find replacements outside of the club, but there wasn't really, we didn't have that pool in pre-season like we did last year. It's already the year before. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of good players come back end of pre-season. Um, Chacha Moment, you got promoted last, the year before in the reserves that year. Uh, remember Sharky, Kim, Fotio, um, Debo, I'm sure there's way more, but yeah, we just we just lost we just lost a lot of the the core players, didn't we? Um, mm. And it and it just it wasn't just our preseason; it ruined. To be fair, was it as well? I think it ruined majority of, of the reserves and Colts as well. Well, it's, it's also because the the reserves and the Colts, obviously, the, the reserves is where we were pulling players from that were still at the club to replace those who were who were leaving, you know, to go to a different club. Um, and we couldn't always fill the gaps we wanted or, you know, it kind of, it kind of meant that Hooper's position, he didn't really know what was going on at times as well, because we, we were trying to plug gaps that we had. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was mess, messy. It's messy is what I would say is the word I, I would, I would use to describe it. Yeah. Um, obviously start the season. Go on, Chad. I was just going to say for for me, I I I think it was, I want to say it was the reserves last preseason friendly, because uh, because when me and me and Ron went on our Nick Ones adventure, I always said I you know I'd stay in touch and and come and see the boys uh, when I could, and I, I think it I want to say it was the la the reserves last preseason friendly. I think Real Saint at George Nick ones about. Oh. Oh, okay. No, no, over over at Lot Lees, and I remember thinking like the season was one, maybe max two, two weeks away, and I remember looking around thinking, "Oh, there's some, there's some tummies on show." It didn't, it didn't look to me like everyone was fit, let alone match fit. That was from an outsider's point of view. I, I think I said to you, Tom or Matt, I think, "Oh, there's there's a few, uh, there's a few that don't look in." In shape to start the season. It was like off season, wasn't it? Still like the off season. Yeah, it was. Like, it was like I was looking around, seeing seeing figures and physiques that you'd expect to see on the first training session back at preseason. Not, not one of the last friendlies. Yeah, I, I agree. But yeah, and it and it definitely impacted our start. I mean, obviously, Matt, I'm sure you will agree. You know, old cots. We looked, we looked not only off it on the pitch, but just like the. In every aspect, wasn't it? It was like the level up. It was the the fitness, the attitude, the commitment. Oh, everything. Mate, it was it was embarrassing. That 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 three was a three one in the end. We lost then. Yeah, three one. That, that was the biggest wake up call. <clears throat> and don't get me wrong, it was meant to be a wake up call, but we didn't actually wake up until you know halfway through the season anyway. But. That was the biggest wake up call, I think. The the players we had and, and for us as well, we could have had. And I always remember from that first game how they weren't great on the ball, as we find out, you know, later in the season, but them the way they spoke to the ref to each other and to us, they bullied us. They were like they were saying things like, Oh, don't worry, they're just gonna lose it at the back or Oh, don't worry, they're gonna pass it to us anyway. And for some reason, that just got into all of our heads, and we just deflated immediately. Um, and obviously, for those who who were in that game, I know it was just completely demoralizing. 
yeah, especially to Wheatport. We conceded two two set pieces and a a dubious offside, but yeah, they they deserved the win. They deserved it wholeheartedly. It was a yeah, it was a massive realization. I think, uh, and to be honest, it was it was it was good and bad. Really, it was one of those games. Sometimes you you need um, in a season, especially when you've gone up a league, uh, but. It wasn't nice, obviously. At the same time, um, what, I, I, what, that, sorry, that was that was the first league game of the uh, season. First, was it? Yeah, first game we, we had one Yeah, we didn't have any real challenges in preseason. Like we had good games. Um, we had we had the usual like Nelsey and Tickenham, Snee Park, maybe a couple more. We had Thornby reserves. I remember that game. We yeah, lost five one. They embarrassed us a bit as well. Um, That's what I mean. There were no good performances. Our best performance was against Nick Wands, stretch but you and Ron, and that was a one all draw you know yeah, it was a pretty poor game yeah. it was a pretty poor game like footballing wise anyway I think I think you were you were you were fired up for, remember from from a when we were at Nick Wands it was just any other friendly for for them it it meant a, a bit more to the Wessex lads on on the day yeah, I think absolutely. yeah that, that was and we didn't take that into the season I, I think there's been a couple of games throughout the season we played like that and and got results but when we didn't play like that we we didn't get results um, and that Olcott's game was, yeah, literally the complete opposite. But we we went into the St. Oldham's game after, and obviously we won't go through every single game <laughs> second for second. But Matt, you weren't, I don't think you were there for the St. Oldham's game, to be fair. Um, no, I was I was away. I think you were away. Um, and I didn't play to make sure I could just manage it. But they didn't blow us away. We had chances, but again, we had makeshift team. Sharky was... Wing first game, our captain. You know we made Sharky our captain for the season. He was right wing, I think, for the first game uh, against Old Cops. He went left back for the second game, and I think he was centre back for the rest of the rest of the year until until the boys came in. Um, I think Stefan Longley was centre backs. Yeah, Sussex got injured in the first game. Uh, Jack did his ankle against St Oldham's after scoring a a, a lovely goal. Um. And that was that was that was just how our season started, and you can see how it was going to go. Um, I mean, we haven't even touched upon any of the injuries yet. No, exactly. We, yeah, we haven't even got on to that yet, but it, it was a massive, wasn't it? Um, it was like it was laughable at times. Like the, it just seemed like when one bad thing, and I don't want this this you know part of the podcast to just be doom and gloom, but it it, it genuinely was just like one bad thing after another. You know, it would be a bad result, a bad performance, then an injury. Then you know we get training, we do training, and we'd be like, "Yeah, okay, cool, ready for the next game." Bang, another loss, <laughs> two more injuries, and it's like it was like a snowball effect. Is yeah. what it felt like. I I remember like I I'd quite often get on the phone to Tom after, you know, because quite often we'd have we would have had a friendly at Nick Ron's on a Saturday, Wessex would have had one on a Saturday. I'd, I'd quite often ring Tom at like four or five o'clock, and it seemed like for weeks running, every time I said, "How'd you get on?" It was. And oh, another injury. Someone's just, someone's just done this. Someone's just done that. It, it seemed like never ending. It was, you know, we, I I know we we weren't at the club at the time, but I was still, I, you know, I still describe myself as Wessex's number one supporter from outside the club, and it was it was just heartbreaking hearing about hearing about all these injuries and you know last minute equalizers, own own goals, all that sort of stuff. That's crazy. Crazy. We did nothing, nothing to get our, nothing to get our confidence going. Really, that was that was the issue. It was, it was. There was nothing. Sometimes in a season, you get a little, you know, light bulb or you know something just clicks during a game or or something like that. And it, every game, we, we thought we had it against Redbridge. We changed formation in the cup when we played at Fries. We were two 0 up at half time. 
played a four one two one two I think and and we looked looked good you know scored some good goals played well and two set pieces in the last what ten fifteen was it yeah. Yeah. Who, who did you have up top in the, in the four one two one two at curiosity? It was me, me and Jordan, Alex, and the cam. Mm, okay. um, and then the week after, I get injured, and within two minutes against Eastern Cowboys, and then we had we bless his heart, we had we had Luke Glossop come on and play eighty eight minutes, who's who's been a major part of the Colts this year, um, and he, he came on and did really really well in that first team game. Um, but again, yeah. just you know the 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 experience of that level and the. The expectation. What we would, yeah. What? Sorry, Tom. What? What we were demanding from the players was arguably too much to like. Glossop hasn't had a run of games in the first team, so we were expecting and hoping that he would be able to deliver yeah. something that. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like it was almost unfair, but it was yeah. the position that we were in. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 we were actually again we we were one 0 up until the ninetieth minute, and and a long throw and goes in the box. It flicks off along his head and and. And comes over, our, uh, goes over our new goalie, Caden's head, um, who just quickly was a major part of. I'm, I'm sure you boys will touch on it in a bit, but one of the major reasons we stayed up. Um, Absolutely, but but also he he did. He was one of the 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 good things about the first half of the season was just getting a goalkeeper of that stature and that quality in. Um, made a massive difference. Just just on that note, what who who were the who were the new arrivals in the summer? Sort of in and around the first team. Um, just Caden. I mean, we we had a couple. We did have a couple. We had um, just touch on Glossop as well. But again, we had a lot of those players that were were, were sort of throughout all three teams really. Um, but mm. ma- major first teamers were were Caden uh, and his mate Ryan. I, I'd say Ryan was a, was quite a big part of the first half of the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was to be. I feel like I feel like. I know Sharky came the, the year before, but in terms of being a consistent first-teamer, he it was almost like a new signing for us because he was playing reserves for a bit and then he came up to us last year, but he was always injured. Yeah, So we never really That's got right. a good run of games. It was his hamstring, wasn't it, last season? Yeah. And uh, he Sol. came up and... Oh, yeah, yeah, Sol as well. Sol, of course. Sol was when well. did Khan come in? Because Khan only played a, a couple of games before he came back, didn't he? Yeah, so he played, he played a broad plane, I think it was. Uh, that was his first. I want to say that was his first game. We lost. I think we lost two one, maybe or three one that game. Uh, I've got the results somewhere. I've got it here. Brawl playing was three one loss. Three one. But again, we were actually in that game. Um, we, we never really, apart from the Avonmouth, we never got blown away. Avonmouth and Filton, sorry. And and that's, you know, that, top top first and yeah. second in there. And that's been proven by, as Matt said, the, the top two this 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 year. I think I think Filton lost one game and that was to Avermouth in the cup. Or maybe the cup and league and that's it. Um so so yeah, you know, there was no no team blew us away, but we just never had enough to to get us over the line. We got back in that game against against Broadplay and I think we were two nil down, made a couple of changes. I think we brought Khan and Ryan on and on that pitch yeah. uh they played Mendit, what the pitch is called up there. Um but played up there and their pace on the wings absolutely killed him. Oh, it was scary. Yeah, absolutely killed him. And we thought we were onto something. I think Khan should have had a penalty. Then we scored and then, and Sharky won't mind me saying, but he made a massive mistake at centre back. Um, lost the ball and, and, and it was, it was 3 1 with about 10 minutes to go. And again, it, you know, again, it just didn't click. 
um, for the for the whole for the whole game or for the whole half or anything. And and that's that's that that is just how our season went. Mm-hmm. Um, any other new players that that made a massive impact? I did have one more in mind. Uh, Yain did come back, but that wasn't really until well, he did come back a bit actually. To be fair, didn't he's he? not he's not new though. Yain is he? He's been around for. George played up top instead of in goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then George got injured as well. I, I remember George was out for about three, four, three to five games maybe, and, and and we were in that dire situation where we asked, we begged him to just get up. You know, Despite being injured or not yeah. on the way on yeah. the on, you know recovering. Yeah, I remember that. I remember the Redbridge game in the cup the 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 week after I got injured. So we already lost me and Jack. We lost Kim in the off season as well, uh, which was our front three really last year. Uh, that, that, that was massive when it came. He was such a, such a, yeah. such a good player, but such a, a good lad as well. Massive loss that was. So we lost all our front three from last year in the first couple of game weeks, and and Jord I think got injured in the Parson Street game for the reserves, uh, the week before. And I I just remember I begging him like, make can you just put some kit on just in case? And then I think Kiara didn't turn up on time, so he started, and he yeah. scored. Oh, that was it, Kiarden as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A, a new player that that came in, Mister Mister Frustration for me. Such a good player, but he's he's just never around, is he? He's a bit of a got to get his head back in it. Really yeah, such such a good player though, te- technically. And, and and you 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 know when if you're watching a game inside about ten minutes again, that was the Real St George game I came to watch. After oh. about ten minutes, I thought that's a good player, yeah. like him. Yeah. I think he played Cam and then he switched onto the wing or vice versa. But yeah, one look at him, I thought, yeah, that's that's a good player there, Kiarden. Yeah, but again, he just just that inconsistent. You know, in one week, out the next, or not available the next, or turns up a bit late. Um, but you know, we we didn't have any cut runs apart from we got into the second round, I think, after beating Redbridge, but that was it because we played Philwyn. Um, so no cut run to sort of take our mind off of the league. Which was just dire because because of the consistency. Um, we had a lot of games called off and rearranged, didn't we? I think any opportunity in because of the amount of injuries we had, if there was you know, if there was likelihood a game was going to be called off, you know, we're thinking, oh, actually, this <laughs> this gives us another week's rest for all these other lads. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it was, it was, it worked somewhat. I feel like we made the best of the situation we had. Regarding kind of injuries and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I don't think anything would have been different. Put it that way. I think if 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 you boys here from the start of the season, bar the players obviously that came back uh, with you like Cal and stuff, I, I I generally the way the first half of the season went with the injuries, I, I just don't think anything would have really changed. Um, it would have been interesting to know how you would have had ha- like. If you had if you had been given the what we had and how we were given it, the decisions that you would have made, it would be interesting to see whether the results would have been different or the same. Like, would you call that Avermouth game off? <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, it definitely yeah. would have been better results. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so where did the obviously when we came back, we were we we inherited the team on on one point. Where did that where did that point come? Was that Eastern Cowboys? Yes, that was. That was our our point, sorry, the one that we got. That was Eastern yeah. yeah. That was one one. That was the ninetieth minute equaliser they got, which to be fair, was that was your first game back, I think, as well, isn't it, Eastern Cowboys? Uh yeah, the yeah, the, the return fixture. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and, and 
and that was yeah, a nice didn't, did, didn't they well. score a, a last minute equaliser then as well? Yeah, exactly. like seven, yeah, seven for eight minute of stoppage time, I think. Yeah, heartbreak. And I remember watching that, and I was thinking, God, like exactly, like it was, it was near enough, exactly the same because they they wanted they played it at our place, didn't they? Because their pitch was unplayable. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, just uh, just heartbreak. We 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 we. I mean, we deserved. But we'll we'll touch on that a bit later. Draws that should have been wins, but I mean, that was. We, we absolutely dominated that game. Oh, yeah. If memory serves me right. And it was just, you know, the last kick of the game, kicking the teeth, which it was almost like a a bit of, a, you know, after, after the first half of the season that Wessex had, it was a bit of a sarcastic welcome back from me and Ron. Like, <laughs> oh, it, okay. Yeah, this is how it is. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But, yeah, all in all, that first half of the season, just nothing went our way. It was like all the luck we, we had ran out last year in the promotion run because we did get a bit of luck that year. Um yeah, yeah. And, it, and we were we were just we were just pushing for for the best best we could with limited, very limited resources really. Like we we don't want to sound dramatic, but obviously because it is, you know, football's football, that's how it is. But I feel like in terms of our like mine and Tom's management tenure, I feel like it was probably the worst start we've had. Oh, like yeah. without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. So it's uh, an experience. I'll tell you what, to to chuck out an early statistic. Looking at you, you played nine games in total. Was it six in the league and and three cup games? Forty one players used, which is yeah. massive, isn't it? It just shows the sort of yeah. the turnaround and inconsistency. And and the worst thing about it is it's 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 one of those things. Me and Matt have always been open to you know chopping and changing when needed or necessary, but. We've always wanted a consistent team. We've never been like, no, we want it to be inconsistent to allow, you know, fluid changes. Like a, a very good title winning team or promotion ch- chasing team will always be consistent or have oh, the yeah. best chance. We'll have the best chance being consistent. And to be honest, during Matt and I's tenure for the last however many years, we it's never been consistent. I actually think some years we've had, you know, we got hit with two COVID seasons, which got none avoided. Um, and then the other two were were promotions and that was with most inconsistent teams going. And I, I actually think they were massive successes, all, all things considered. Mm. Um saying that it, it seems to be the Wessex way, doesn't it? Just Yeah, it does, yeah. I don't know, don't know what it is. We're just used to that. We're just used to that frustration of you know someone's available one week, they have a stormer, and then you look on the app on a Sunday, not available. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I do think if, if we didn't get the injuries at the time we did, it would have. I think we had five injuries in six weeks. I think that's how bad it got. Um, All to key players as well. Yeah, D- Dibble was out for a couple of weeks as well. I remember because he missed that broad playing game, didn't he? he yeah. Um, yeah, it was like dominoes. It was genuinely one after the other. Yeah, bad result and an injury. Bad result and an injury. Um, I, I, and I say the only the only real highs of the first or positives of the first half of the season was probably Alex Fatio's goal involvement. I thought, I think he he, he probably averaged a goal or assist most games. Um, for the stats I inherited, Alex Fatio he played eight, scored two, assist one, two man of the matches in the first half of the season. Yeah, I, I take back my stats then because that was completely off. But 
he was he was he was our only threat really going forward, especially when when we lost the attackers. In terms of or, like being goal scorers, though, like you say that you know he only had two goals. Him him and I were the top goal scorers for yeah, for, for a few weeks. Like yeah. a centre back, me top joint top. That's how that's how dire it was in terms of converting chances and scoring goals. It just wasn't happening. So two for two for him in those games was pretty good, all things considered. Yeah, I know Sharky feels that one of the one of the first things I did when I come back was reach out to Sharky and touch base and have a have a chat. And he said, he said Fatia would be in the the shining light of the first half of the season. Yeah, no, definitely. I would have I would have said Sharky as well, only because we were playing him, you know, centre back for the majority. You know, in the back line when he has, you know, so much more fun going forward, shall we say? Um, but he we he did you know such a professional job just sitting back and well taking a battering and you know he played you know that Avonmouth game and we lost eight eight nil and you know I think we gave him man of the match after that one I think because it was just he was another shining light he doesn't you know he didn't didn't have the goal involvements because he was playing at centre back or left back or whatever but. Him and, and Alex didn't score. <laughs> he, he, he essentially yeah. sacrificed. He, 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 he sacrificed himself for the team. That, that's that's how I saw it. He felt he was trying to fill in a gap because we didn't have anyone else. Yeah, and 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 he just as a, as a captain should. How did it come about? Did you did you suggest him filling yeah. in at centre back, or did he did he say, "Look, I can do a job at centre back"? It, it, it came up in convo. I'm I'm sure it came up in convo. I think we were sat at the pub or something, or or after a game, and he just said. <laughs> I could do a job at centre back or left back, and that was obviously before we had the injuries. So we were thinking like, oh, okay, well, if 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 Jack Jordan and me are up front, like it sort of was last year, Sharky, Sharky can play somewhere else instead, just to fill a void. I'm just trying to picture. So, because I know Longley and Matt were around, was was Longley filling in it right back then? Cully got injured. Curly got injured. Sussex was, you know, injured as well. We had yeah. Sibley and Longley. I'm pretty sure Jack Sibley was playing left back, mm-hmm. yeah, and Longley right back, and then me and Sharky in the middle, which yeah. is completely different now to if you compare the start of the season to now or the end, mm-hmm. how the season ended. You know, it's it's so different. Yeah, the mid midfield was was mainly Dibble. I want to say it was like Dibble, Debo, and Alex. See, Deb Debo. I think he moved to London maybe for work, just a bit like Kim did midway through the season. Um, just became unavailable, and uh, and that front three, I can tell you that front three, like it, it changed every single week. I'll tell you what, there was high hopes for Debo as well, weren't there? After he, after he, and how he finished the season previously, he, he was, he, got he was really, yeah, he was really looking good. He was, yeah, he he couldn't get in the reserve team, not through his own fault, but just out of the consistency of the midfielders we had in there. But he was tearing it up for the Colts, and then when he got his chance in the reserves, he, he he was bossing it in there for us. So I know there was big hopes for Devo this season. Yeah, it just it was just crazy. I remember for that old Colts game we did up. We had Sam Oscroft and Josh Watt on the bench, and neither remind me saying, but that you know they're not they're not that first team level, not yet. Oh. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was uh just just how it went. It was just, Demi played as well, didn't he? Demi played. A game, once once a season. Yeah, it was, yeah, and just never, yeah. never seen him again. 
Um, so yeah, all in all, it was a uh, it was very frustrating. But as as Matt said, the the, the two shining lights. I, I'd say Longley as well to a degree. Um, just because of his consistency, really. Um, he was yeah, there. We, we were sorely lacking in that. Yeah, it was Longley, Sharky, uh, Matt, and Alex were probably the four that were there, and and to be fair, Caden as well. Um, once he once yeah. he arrived. but yeah, just 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 lacked that massively. But changed a bit in the second half of the season. Um, see, we had the changes, didn't we? And uh, yeah, uh, and it, it's a it's a weird one, really, because it changed, but it didn't feel like much of a change. How would you uh, how would you say? Obviously, the arrival went with 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 the new changes, guys. I mean, for for me, cu- coming back was seamless because it 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 wasn't like it wasn't like going to a new club. It was coming home. So, you know, I knew I knew ninety nine percent of everyone at the club. Um. Obviously, having Matt as part of the team was a was a big part as well because anything anything that we missed or needed filling in, Matt was there to, you know, tell us tell us Bridge all about it. Bridge the gap, yeah. Um, it, it just it it felt so easy coming back, such an easy decision for me. Um, I'm sure you agree, Ron. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um... I mean, it, like, like it, it was a very easy decision to make. Um, and like you said, coming back, it was although there was there was a, a few new players about. It wasn't masses of new players. So obviously, we were only gone for a few months. And I think also, I think what helped us massively was we didn't we didn't have a game for sort of three four weeks. Did we when we came back? So we we kind of even had like a little mini. Little mini pre-season, didn't we? To to yeah, to kind of get to grips with the players, and I forgot about that actually. I did forget. Yeah, that. we had about a month just training, didn't we? So I think that, that I, was I, a I remember. Transition. I remember when when we sort of approached you boys about it. We we said at the time there was about a, a month off, didn't we? I think yeah. our scheduled game was like the 29th. and then the moment you came back, about a day later, they rescheduled three games, but yeah. every single one got called off. So. <laughs> It was obviously that that mini preseason. Um, yeah, which was good because, like I say, I, I'd I'd hide, I'd been keeping in in touch and coming to watch games where I could, and I'd highlighted issue. Uh, fitness is a bit of an issue, which so it, it allowed us to get stuck straight into that, um, and also as well, by me coming back and showing me face, I'd had a look at Caden. I'd seen Caden in training a couple of times. And you know, warming up before games, and I, I remember saying to Ron, "There's something for you to work with there. That's 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 one hell of a young keeper for you to stick your teeth into and chuck your wisdom in." And yeah, you can't help but feel bad for for Caden. You know, when he first season coming in, <clears throat> and like he's such a talented goalkeeper. And you know we did. You know when we said you know shining lights of the first half of the season, I think it's unfair that he doesn't get a mention. But also, the poor lad was picking picking the ball out of the net the majority yeah. of the game that he was playing in. Um, I think even for the the duration of the season, or a clean sheet was all that he was wanting. You know, and yeah. the first half of the season we were just struggling to get any kind of foothold in the league. And this poor young lad who's come to this his first season at Wessex, and he's first, first year in Bristol as well. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a real baptism of fire. So it's, it's credit to him for 
for he could have left after the first couple of games, yeah. and I wouldn't have blamed him at, at some of the performances that we were, you know, that was happening. I don't, I can't say I would have been completely surprised, but he did stick it out because you know he, he loves the club and and people around it. So it's credit to him for for you know digging uh, deep yeah. and the whole season. I, I think. I, I think. Um, sorry, Tom. Go on. I was going to say the other thing as well, which we didn't actually, which we didn't actually speak about just quickly on the, on the first half of the season was the atmosphere within the club and the first team was actually unbelievable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we were losing games and, and, I, and I hate losing and, and I'm never happy after a loss, but everyone's attitudes were still quite positive. It was like, you know, it, everyone was on the same page that like we knew the situation we were in and instead of beating ourselves up about it and getting on each other's backs, we were like, you know, it's happened. We just lost 8-0 to Avermouth and we had a drink after the game and stuff, you know, and and that's not something we, we were used to as well. It's, we were in a very, we're used to winning. I, I, I've never been in a losing side, really. I think Matt was agree, especially at Wessex. We've always, you know, if we've had a poor season, it'd be, it'd be top half of the table slash. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so losing each week was different, but the, and that was a massive credit to the players, and and again, Caden, it was he was especially in that Avonmouth game. He, he made some amazing saves that game, but he had to pick the ball out of the net eight times. Um, that that can be demoralising, can't it? Um, his his season is such a. If you look at the amount of goals conceded, it's such a false representation of what an outstanding young keeper he is. It's the the, the stats just well they lie basically, don't they? It like. Trust, do you have do you have shots faced on uh in those stats? Do you reckon? Well, not that good. <laughs> not that yeah, good. Face. I bet. I bet he's got. He's got some kind of rough number. That the shots he's faced because he saved a lot of them. Put it this way: he's he's one of the few keepers I've worked with over the years where if there's a if someone unleashes one on goal, I'm quite confident he's he's keeping it out. Yeah. Mm. I've, I, you know, I've just got so much confidence in him. He, he's, a, he's a lovely kiddie as well, um, and and not just Caden, but like like you say, like the confidence was, the atmosphere was good in the first team. For me, priority number one when coming back was just getting the belief back. You know, I, I knew it was a close knit set of lads, and and I knew the ability that that was there. For me, it was just about you know lighting the fuse really, and just getting that sparking that belief back into becoming a habit yeah absolutely how do you think the players took to it as well um maybe ron you could this could be a good one for you but how do you think the players took to the new management setup um and obviously just you two coming back as well uh, yeah i mean i i'm sure there, there may have been things said behind closed doors you know, people are going to have opinions and they're going to have conversations but generally um it was good. Um, like I mentioned before, it was it was mostly sort of players we we sort of worked with, trained with, or, or seen before. There was only a handful of new players that we hadn't we hadn't really had much interaction with before. Um, you know, and I'd like to think the players that we do know or did know, you know, when they did it, we were coming back. They'd obviously or hopefully have spoken to the to the lads that we didn't know so much and just told them what we were about. And, and generally. I think it, it it was so I say from from mine, Trachy and Matt's point of view, it was a bit of a, a seamless transition. It 
it seemed to us like it was the same for the, from the players' point of view. Um, you know, everyone cracked on. Like I said, we kind of had that little mini pre-season where we wanted players to come to train them, knowing that they were going to have to to work and and you know run and and train hard. And everyone took to it. You know, we we've we've had one or two issues with with one or two players during the time we've been back, but. You know that's that's for another conversation, but <laughs> the usual sure. suspects. Yeah, and you know, and, and you know, that's not something I really want to go into now. But a majority of the season, I think we've had a really good changing room. Um, we've had sort of really good training sessions. The morale's been fantastic. Um, even in the games where we haven't necessarily got the right result, bar the last couple of games where the morale had really dropped. Um. I think the players have have, have, have been brilliant for, for I'd say, 90% of the time we've been back. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. I think what helped what helped us is, you know, we were coming back and there was obviously a, a few, oh, how is this going to work? What, what changes are going to come? What helped us was how quickly we settled as a team. I mean, me, me and Ron were an established pair anyway for, for several years, but when we wanted wanted Matt involved in the setup, it was an easy. We we had no no reservations, no. You know, we had no doubts that it would work, but the fact that the three of us just it was almost like two of two of us became free, and that was it. There was no, there wasn't really a change of any sort of mentality or philosophy or way of working. The three of us just like we knew it would, just settled as a team instantly, and I think. When when the management team settles instantly, the the ethos and the you know what you're trying to input into the change room settles quite quickly as well. I think we all we all shared the same goal, and we all had similar ways of getting to it as well, if not the same way. And yeah, you know, multiple chats we had. I'm just thinking back to it now. I I can't think of any massive disagreements that we had. You know, there'd be times that we may, may not might not agree with some of the things the other person has said, but it was never like a full blown "oh, we can't do this, we can't do that." It was very much constructive and clear. I, I think that was yeah. the, that was the biggest thing. One is is you, the, the the same goals Matt and I wanted this year was to cement ourselves in the league, and then next year push for push for promotion. That's exactly what exactly what you you know you were trying to do as well. Um. So it it definitely it it definitely made sense at the time, um, and I and I agree. I think I think the way it did settle, I think I think the consistency you three had also brought consistency to the team. Um, you know, a couple more players being a bit more available, uh, Sussex back from injury. Well, a lot of us back from injury as well. Um, so it, it all kind of worked out worked out really well in the end. Um, that that was another thing, wasn't it? That all the injuries that we got in the first half of the season started filtering back in the second half. Which was perfect timing for for Chuchi and Ron as well because it was it was new and already established players that were coming back, which just it gave another dimension to the availability and suddenly we were like, oh, okay, now we have two options for fullback rather than you know sticking a centre back there or sticking Sharky there. You know, yeah. it, it was it was something yeah. that I think we we've taken for granted in the, you know the past couple of years and it's all all the bad luck built up got it the first half of the season and then slowly released back to normal the second half. Yeah. 
definitely. Matt, Matt, I'll tell you what, Matt, I, I, I'd be interested to, uh, <laughs> without putting you on the spot too much, what's what's your opinion, being the sort of newcomer into into the, the team of, of me and Ron, how what's your thoughts on like our working relationship then? I think well, it's something that I, I've known you guys and how you operate through Wessex in the past, you know, the previous season when and when you guys came back as well. So yeah. I think initially when I first thought about it, I, I wasn't I wouldn't say it was daunting, but coming into an already established duo, it was kind of I was thinking like, you know, I'd love this to work. Is it gonna work? There's always, you know, part of my mind where I was like, Can I get in on this twosome? You know? Can I get in it? Yeah, I um, get that. I, I think I'll, I'll tell you what, for for ne for not for one second did it feel like an outsider coming in to our our team, our duo. It it, it it just it felt so seamless. It we hit the ground running, I think, didn't we? Yeah, I, I I'd say so. I was I was just gonna say on that, I think I think the biggest thing probably and correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but you you were you were very different to me in the sense of the the whole situation and and the new roles we had after. You were essentially adjusting from being the manager to then going to assistant, more so yeah. maybe trying to fit in with the, the other manager, the the other managers. You know, I think that was probably the the biggest thought at the time was you don't you don't sort of call the shots anymore, sort of thing, or or you just you, you try and help. Guys. Yeah. It it was a different way of looking. I mean, or well, technically, it was it was different and the same because I still wanted the same things to happen. Like like I said, the goals were still the same. the The targets they were all still the same. But it's about going like, for example, Trutch had the the final the final say on tactics or selection. Like Ron and I are there to advise and you know suggest things that we think could happen. And if we really truly believe it, you know, we stamp our foot down and be like, "Look, Trutch, we think this is what we should do." Ultimately, Trutch's role means that he can say no to that if he wants. So we we had that with the Avermouth game, didn't we? You and 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 I know how much Ron hates a, a back three, but you and Ron sort of convinced me to look at the. It wasn't quite a back three, was it? It was like a lopsided. His top yeah. was a little bit higher. Four and a half. It was a back, a back five, but but. Sussex was like an out-and-out fullback one side and Tom was more of a wing-back on the other side. We sort of Lots experimented. But, yeah, but, you know, I, 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 I was dead against it at first. Then, you know, from good constructive discussions as part of a, you know, a, a good team that gets along and takes on, on views, we, we went with it in the end, didn't we? And I think yeah. we did all right, to be fair with it. I mean... Yeah. The first half, especially, I feel like we we restricted and frustrated Avonmouth, who are now you know treble winners. Were they unbeaten in every single game? Yeah, you know, not not just unbeaten. They'd won every game, hadn't they? Well, I think they, they drew to Filton twice, one in the cup and one in the league, but they won the cup on pens. At that point, had they? I thought they were. I thought they were. Oh, maybe no, maybe nine. at that point they were. Um, they were won every game. Yeah, maybe I thought they were nine from nine or eight from eight. If we're saying like now, they are the now treble winners. You know, they they absolutely bossed everything that they that they were involved in with pretty much relative ease. So, and congratulations you know. to them. Fair play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Just, just, just touching on that even math game. Well, that was that was your third game in. Um, also your your first loss since coming back. It was a the mm. draw against Eastern Cowboys to to start off your your tenure. Uh, a massive win against Parson Street, which you can speak about in a second. Um, and then that was the loss. So let, let let's give a little run a run through of uh, how the results went and um, yeah, essentially the second half of the season for the first team. So let's have a look. Yeah, so we had the um the Eastern Cowboys two two draw, like you say. What we started off with, I, I want to say seventh or eighth minute of injury time equaliser, just to knock the stuffing out of us. Then the following week, we absolutely thumped Parson Street thirteen two. Again, going into when 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 you take on a team that are second bottom on a on a single point, you you have to you you can't be so. What's the word? Deluded to go into every game thinking, yeah, every game's a, a you know a, a win. So you look at the the teams like Avonmouth thinking, if we get anything out of this, it's going to be a bonus. So yeah, our third game back, Avonmouth at home, five one loss. I don't think, I don't think five one reflects the game at all. I'm not. I'm not saying we deserved, you know, any any points from the game, but yeah, yeah after after the first three games back, Lowell's win. Sorry, oh, sorry, draw, win, and loss against Avonmouth. Then we beat Mangotsfield, which was a, a <laughs> it felt like a, a real big turning point at the time, a real big statement. But then, of course, they folded, so that that game became null and void. Uh, then we had a couple of draws on the banks: Bristol Spartak and Lawrence Western. Um, Lawrence Western, that was your last minute equaliser, Tom, wasn't it? Yeah, well, they were, just to they touch were, on both of those games, the Spartak game was should have been a win. Definitely. Yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Was that... Uh, I do believe you were 2-0 two, two down that game. I know we scored in the 35th and 54th minute. I think you were 2-0 down. I think Carl and maybe George, I can't remember, but... I, I didn't, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah we were 2-0 down. That was the... My ankle swelled up that, that weekend, so I... Um, yeah, but yeah. After that, it was. I mean, it went to plan. the The mission was, the bare minimum, keep the first team in the league, and that that was mission accomplished. But how, like I say, some some of the a lot of the draws should have been wins. Then the, the amount to, of draws are crazy, mind. Really. Oh yeah. So we had we had one, two, three, four. Hang on, one. Three, four draws by my record, but you know, at least three of them should have been wins. Um, yeah, so the, the two draws in a row, then we then we lost the broad plane at home, no real arguments there. The Rotley's away game after that, a draw, we I think we deserved the win there. Uh, that was unfortunate, um, wasn't it? Because that was a last minute screamer that they. They scored. We hit the bar a couple of times, if I remember correctly, as well. Yeah, it was quite late. I think it was about the last ten minutes that one. But um, so then th- after that, we lost to lost to Filton on the on the eighteenth of March. Then we had the the three wins in a row, which I'm sure Ron and Matt would agree. It, it felt like we were flying. We were not only did we get the wins, but we thoroughly deserved those wins. The the atmosphere in the changing room was great. Ultimately, Shot those the- three. Yeah, it shot us up the league. Those three wins confirmed, well, it, it, it all but confirmed our survival at the time. 
and it, that seemed to that seemed to sort of sink in with the mentality that, that it seemed like we'd peaked. Yeah, it was mission done. And then, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. No, the the Filton game after the atmosphere was absolutely spot on. When we lost two one to Filton, we you know the boys credit to them. We gave them a really good game. But after that, the last two games, the the two one lost to St Oldham's and the three two lost to Parsons Street. We weren't at it. The, the 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 mentality went there. It was everyone was in holiday mode. Um, particularly the the St Oldham's game, lots of bickering and moaning. It wasn't the it wasn't the dressing room that we we built in the previous weeks, and then that carried into the Parsons Street game on the Thursday, and we ultimately we we limped over the line for the end of the season. Um, you know it's it's looking like I know um Lawrence Weston have got some games in hand. Looks like we'll probably finish seventh, eighth, eighth at worst if they if they were to get a win in their last two games. We have to be happy with it. I think it's a funny one. If if it, you know if we'd have had three losses and then won the last three games, we'd be buzzing, wouldn't we? Absolutely, yeah. You're absolutely Buzz. buzzing, and the atmosphere is there. But the fact it's almost like we got the job done <laughs> too early, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that was the problem. Like, sort of, we had the mentality. That you know, I said it when in the the podcast when we came back. That you know, I didn't want to set a target of surviving because I was adamant that was going to happen. I wanted to set a target of finishing the season strong and, and putting people on notice for next season. And I kind of feel like I think Chuck, you said it there. You know, we we won those three games. We were all but safe. And then you know the St Oldham's and the Parson Street. I mean the the Filton game. We lost two one, but ultimately. You know they came off. They came off the pitch saying, "You know, it's the hardest game they'd had all season." And we we put in a real a real good showing of ourselves, despite yeah. losing two one. You know, it it was it was a game that could have gone either way. You know, it was a very tight game. It was we they were probably the better team, but we were comfortable. Um, it was quite a mixed team as well, if I remember. Uh, I think yeah, there, there was a few changes. changes, and you know, I think Khalil started Khalil started that game and. You know, there, there was a few differences in, in, in the team. And I think the St. Oldham's game, I wasn't there, but obviously heard what's happened. Um, and in the Parsons Street games, you know, that's, you know, by the way we've been playing and the the, the confidence we've built, you look at that and, you know, that's, that's potentially six easy points there. And I think finishing the season mm. with those six points, for me, would have been... Mission accomplished because it would have been we'd we'd have secured safety, and we'd have finished the season real real strong. Um, and that's why I said earlier I I think it went ninety percent for plan for me because I think by the not not necessarily the results but the performances and the attitude in the last two games just kind of made it fall short for me. Um, obviously over the moon to stay in the league, but. I think we could have done much, much better, especially in those last few games. Just to add, just to add my player, the player perspective in there. Um, I, I, I don't know if Matt might feel any different, and, and it's not. I'm not trying to justify the the last sort of week we had, but it felt like because the season was done, it was just mentally, it was a mentally draining season. Um, yeah, I, I was, I was well up for the both games. I was, you know, one on the four G, two night games, like. You just get up for it as 90 minutes each game. But I do think the season took its toll. And the moment we sort of saw with the league, we were confirmed definitely safe. 
there was nothing to play for it and we took that as <laughs> why are we playing rather than oh let's go get you know let's let's finish the season with a bit of pride and stuff um, Wait, but the holiday bags that were packed they, they were they were yeah. packed well and truly after after that filtered loss and... it's like, it it like you gave us the bonus early do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, you know, I was I was quite conscious of that because I was I was, you know, when chatting to Ron and Matt, we were we were very conscious that it's easy for complacency and to take the take the foot off the gas those last couple of games, and we tried our our best. I know the the Parson Street one, the the preparation was was terrible just because we we I mean we could barely name a starting eleven because we didn't know who was going to get there on time, but. It, it was always we were always aware of trying to keep the boys fired up to finish the season strong, and it just we struggled to get everyone up for it. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a pretty fair, um, pretty fair assessment. And, and like, like Tom said, it was because from a player's point of view, it's been such a hard season and such a long season. It's it's you can kind of understand why why that that sort of attitude was there towards the last game. From a manager point of view, you know, it's disappointing to, to finish the season like that. But, you know, ultimately, you know, we, we were safe. We're, we're staying in the league. From from that, from now, it, it's about building now and and taking that, that last, sort of ignoring those last two games and taking that attitude from the four games previous to that and building on that and taking that into next season and, and really sort of hitting pre-season hard and, and getting going for next season. Yeah, and, all, yeah. and also, j- just on that as well, we had the... I'm not saying it's obviously your... I, I agreed with what, why you did it, but there was a lot of changes. You 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 know, we were safe and, and you ended up... I think you mixed both games massive. I think Jordan... I think Jordan was the only player yeah. starting both games or meant to start both games. Um Yeah, I think... So, I, I sort of... T- I, I took the lead on that. I wanted to... I wanted to reward everyone who who played their part in in get, keeping us safe with game time in the last week. I I I really looking at the position we were in and and that I I I thought yeah I'm, I'm almost going to spread the game time out over the the core group of lads over the last two games. But I still wanted yeah I still and, wanted and the teams that. were still good enough. The teams were still good enough to get three points. Oh yeah, but it yeah. was I think. I think if they were, you know, similar teams to what what they have been over the, you know, the Filton and the and the three off the back of the three, maybe it would have been different. But you know, you, you'll we'll never know. But at the same time, yeah. uh, the, the players should have stepped up uh, a lot. You boys as managers used the, you, you know, you said there's, there's there's places to play for on the line, you know, for next season, and yeah, and and none of us really did that. So yeah. So for for me, the 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 turning point for ending with a, you know, ending ending the season with our our objectives met, so to speak. I think you know, get getting you Tom back from injury ahead of schedule. Like I had, we you know, we were thinking we probably rushed you a little bit. We probably took a bit of a gamble on you when when we needed to, but getting you back, getting George back from his injury, but three big things for me on top of that. Bringing Callum back, Callum Rogers. When we came back, he he made a, a big big Im, impact on the on the first team. Same as Connor. Eventually, he took a little bit longer. He wanted to he wanted to see out his cup run, didn't he? At Nick Wands, but you know, as soon as we got Connor back, he hit the ground running. He he put in some really big performances from us. 
And also getting Nath Sussex back. Did he only play the one game, Nath Sussex, yeah, for you? Not first half of the season. Yeah. Um, and for me, he's he's been fantastic for us, Nath Sussex. He's been a real, almost one of the first names on the team sheet. Yeah, definitely. Since the turn um, of the year. Well, um, well, what we'll do, we'll leave the viewers on a bit of a cliffhanger. Um, that's not the end, but it is for this episode. Um, so, so we'll, we'll round the first part of the the first team review off, um, and we will be back with a part tour next week. Cheers, all. We'll see you in a bit. Cheers. Oh,